Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Party people! Medical episode of Close Enough? Maybe. I can talk about hip flexors, <laughs> hernias, hemorrhoids. You don't have any, you have the hip flexor. You don't have a hernia or a hemorrhoid. Hips, then. hernias, and hemorrhoids. It's alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is Close Enough. We are close enough to being doctors. <laughs> To the graduating class of 2021, we salute you. <laughs> How many years ago did we graduate? 22? 22 years ago? God, um, I see it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's disrespectful. <laughs> That's totally disrespectful, in my opinion. What do you mean? That we're, we're that old. That is disrespectful. I don't, uh, I don't know. It's uh So we had graduation... For Montgomery County on the football field, mm-hmm. like we did when we were in high school, it's enjoyable. It would have been more enjoyable had it not been forty degrees outside and windy. Cannot feel my hands; it's awful, and it looked like I was sobbing the entire time. Were you just snotting from the cold. It was the cold wind was blowing, and my eyes were watering, so it looked like I was super emotional and quite. I mean, I I love some of these kids dearly. I was not emotional though. It was just like, like, I love you. That's funny. <clears throat> I love you, but I'm not going to shed a tear over you. Right. It's just really cold. We're just glad this year's over. Like, I left. I was so cold. I had to leave. Like, I couldn't. I, I guess there is a social hour or mm. an expectation that. They did things. Di- well, because it was outside, it was different. Like, I didn't know where people were going to be. So, they had set up chairs and tables. Um out in front of the barn, the kids have packets, and that's where they get their diploma. Is there like they get the shell, the whatever, the diploma holder case, yeah, and then they go get a packet with all their stuff up at the barn when they leave. The barn is our gym. That's what we call our gym, one of our gyms. And um, so some teachers, the favorite ones, in my honest opinion, that was their job yesterday, was wait until after graduation. In the warmth. Oh, some teachers got to stay inside. Yes. (laughs) Some of us. Front and center. Had to like fix our hair at 830 in the morning. I don't get it why teachers have to be there. I I like maybe the senior class teachers. It's a, I think it's just a ceremony. Like we, you know, we're all here together. 
whatever. They mispronounce my name. <laughs> Thompson. Do they call you Thompson? Mm-hmm. I get that all the time when people call me on the phone. Scary Thompson? Yeah. Kids just scary too. Thomason? Just, Th- no. Thomason? Yeah. It's not even a thing. No. Just. Yeah. It was, it was a hard year to pull a graduation together. The kids had not been together all year. So graduation, getting kids into practice certain things. I was really nervous yesterday because when you line up, my brain doesn't. My brain can't see this very well. When you line up, it's opposite of how you are when you go and sit down. So in the gym, lining up, I was on the left side. But when I sat down on the field, I was on the right side. Ooh, tricky. I have no idea how that magic works. I just praise God that I was not the first person in line because I I don't know. Yeah, just follow the leader. Right. And so there were like four rows that had to be announced before me. So I knew what to do at that point. But I am not good at that stuff. Looking back... Ages ago. <laughs> 22 ages ago. I feel like you knew coming out of high school you want to be a teacher and that you liked English. Um, No, I mean, I was going to do preschool. I was going to do elementary. But that's still a teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But w- when did you know that? Like, I can't – I try to pinpoint it all the time. Um, I, I, I was pretty sure my senior year – when I was cheating my ass off in English um, by reading Cliff's notes and stuff, that mm-hmm. you were just taking advantage of the opportunities that were given. That I wouldn't call that cheating. Well, and then I would. Oh, this is going to sound really stupid, but I would honestly get pissed that I would read the Cliff's notes and be like, "Well, fuck, that was a that's a pretty good book." <laughs> I wish I read it, but nothing ever engaged me because all we were doing, we we were reading and taking quizzes. And granted, it was like an AP. About the material. About the it's material. Like, it could have been rocket crave, science, and you're just learning, you're just reading and regurgitating yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is. And so there was no, like, motivation for me to get involved. We were throwing together a portfolio that I felt like had inklings of good parts to it, like we were getting to write that stuff. But the, the actual engagement of me, like, learning something wasn't happening. Right. And... And I also thought it was really suspect that I was getting A's and I was cheating. I wasn't learning. <laughs> right. I was in a calculus class. And and you and, played Monopoly the whole and time. And I played Monopoly. And I was, but I went to the study sessions and I asked questions. Like I was scoring 11% <laughs> on the, t- I did not understand any of it. I tell kids this all the time. But I knew how to ask questions, and we copied homework. And so my homework, uh, remember the homework quizzes, the notebook quizzes? Perfect. They're beautiful. I could keep good notes, but I wasn't learning. So in my head, I was like, this isn't right. (laughs) Like, something isn't right here. So you felt like you wanted to change. So it was very, and at the same time, while that's going on, it wasn't coming from a place in all negativity. I had some really amazing people who I feel like because of them – I was able to go to college, you know, to, you know, my parents didn't go to college. Um, it just wasn't the opportunity. My dad makes a shit ton more money than me um, working for Kentucky Utilities. But, you know, I felt like that was something I wanted to do. And, you know, the the idea of teaching and being in school was familiar. Was it, and be honest, summer's off, is that it? No, it really wasn't. <laughs> it was, but keep in mind, I don't know what a summer's off is you know i didn't know that 
Yeah. Because I was, summers were, you know, I wasn't vacationing and laying around the house all summer. So, um, I, I thought maybe I wanted to coach. And then my senior year of college, I was like, screw this. I am, I'd never. But then you went on to coach for the next decade. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you know, I was like, I, remember, I don't want to do this. Yeah, I'll do it. I remember talking to. How much you pay? Yeah, I'm in. Talking to another teammate. I was ironing clothes. <clears throat> Get ready for something. The I last time like, she ironed clothes. Shut the hell up. I iron all the time. Um, And I looked at her. It was like a Saturday, and I was just like getting some clothes together, ironing them. And I was, I looked at her, and I was like, you know what? Because my season had ended. She still had another year left. And I was like, I can't wait. I can't wait just like to go home at 3 o'clock or whatever and like do this. Like, like be normal and not have to worry about another two hour practice or a weight lifting session or anything else. And so she and I were like, we're never going to step foot in a gym again. We both went on to coach (laughs) for some, she less than me. She did not spend a decade coaching, but um, I I don't know. It's, I think it's hard. It's a big burden to be 18 years old and be like, Oh, so what, what is it that you want to do for the rest of your life? I I don't want to ask it. I ask no one that question anymore. I asked no one that question. I'm just like, what are your next steps? What are you thinking about? Um, just, you know, are you going to go to college? There were so many students yesterday in, in our high school. They announce uh, college career readiness, and then they announce what your next steps are. And so many of our kids, um, usually it's either university, military, or joining the workforce. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and some, like, when I say university, some sort of secondary school. Some of them are going yeah. to, like, Sullivan or MCTC or, or a – Votech, um, there were so many kids. I don't know if it's just because they didn't like to have time to like vet the uh, <laughs> the comments that the kids wrote, but it was like taking a gap year. <laughs> One girl legitimately said taking the year off, moving out, and getting away from my home, or something like really like yeah. just moving out and getting away from here. So there Starting were, my life, right? There was a lot of undecided. I don't know. I don't know if it was any more than what is actually happening you know like because I think a lot of kids say I'm going to blah and they never make it to that step you know I have personal experiences with students that I thought we had set up to get them to that next level and it didn't happen yeah um more on that in a second (laughs) but a lot of kids are I think feeling more comfortable and honest about uh, yeah, I don't know what I want to do. Well, I think when you're y'all. staring like, down, you. <laughs> be honest, hundred thousand dollars worth of debt for a e- college, exactly. That you're going to get a thirty thousand dollar year job out of, and there are there are some very concrete reasons to go to college. One hundred percent. Yeah, I want to be a nurse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I go to college. I want to be a teacher. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. You know, the rest of it's kind of a gray area. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so many people get right how many people do we know that just are strapped with student debt sure that there's a there's a trend on tiktok right now that says tell me your tell me what you got a degree in and tell me what you're doing now and like this guy had he started out like in social work mm-hmm. then he got some things like a master's in like communications or some shit like that and now he literally like rates hamburgers and gets paid jack for that like, yeah like my one of my favorite stories one of one of the my favorite streamers who's now like going to the mainstream. His name's Tim, Tim, the tap man. He's got tattoos. He's a, he's a social worker. Okay. He was a full time social worker when he started a hobby of streaming video games. Mm -hmm. He's a millionaire. It's crazy. Like 
not he didn't make a million dollars. He's made he's a multimillionaire who was in a fucking Super Bowl commercial. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Upstate New York, went to college, dealing with kids, you know, in this in, did, did in, a, in an awful job. Like I wouldn't want that. Like you gotta be a special person to want to do that. It's so hard. But then to like completely focus in this book I'm reading, it's like the most successful, successful people. Mm-hmm. And I would say nine out of ten of them are not what they set out to be. Sure. You know, they, 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 they're, what they are doing today and what made them successful is not the idea they have for themselves at 20 years old. But there is always that one or two that said, I've always wanted to, I've known yeah. since I was blah, I was going to do this. And so then people wrap their head around that model versus the, because that's easier. That's an easier. Well, when you put yourself in, into boxes and, and your yeah. path becomes very linear, so I've got mad respect for those people. Like, you know, a kid came up to me. I had him last year. He's a phenomenal student, one of my, one of my faves. And, he, you know, the type of kid who could rock out on any essay, but just kind of, nah, you know, like. I know those people. You know these people? You know, you know <laughs> these are your people, right? Um, very intelligent, well-read. And I, you know, I was like, so what, what are you? I haven't talked to you all year. What's your next steps? And he's like, I'm not going to college because I have no clue what I want to do and I can't afford to spend a year not just hanging out you know he's like I want to work and I'm going to try to figure some things out I'm like 100% go go for it just you know I'm going to but I'm calling you to task at a year and ask you again yeah what's your plan I was like as long as you you know you go you keep moving but you know I, I work with with folks who at 18 went to school and flunked out because they just it just wasn't time but then you know, worked a little bit, matured a little bit, came back and are crazy, that could be me. Crazy brilliant at what they do. You know, I I was good at, you know, following directions and, and being compliant and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't think I became like a learner. I loved college. I love school. I like learning. Like it's it's my thing. Like I even I use things that are for entertainment for learning purposes. Like I can't even just sit and read a freaking fiction book. Like, I want to read nonfiction, or I watch TikTok, and my things are like, I'm learning on here. So I love the idea of going back to school. I just wish it wasn't so expensive <laughs> and time-consuming. Um, so I admire the people that are out there saying, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. It, it, and my issue right now is we do push this as as high school, and I don't, I don't know what the answer to this is. But I've read about this before. I've thought about this before. We will push certain kids. I've seen this. I'm like, man, we got it. We got that. We got them that that FAFSA, that financial aid coming. Mm-hmm. We've got them, you know, the acceptance letter. You're set up, ready. Here you go. Fail to launch. They yeah. don't. They don't follow through. So, what is it like? Do I physically have to drive your ass there and get you there? <laughs> and if so, let's do that. Let's be those people. Like, let's have that aspect of our careers where, as high school teachers or counselors or Maybe that's a job. Maybe that's a career. That liaison, there has to be a better liaison between, for, for a lot of students who don't have that model of a parent who went to college to know how to navigate that place. Maybe this is the job I create for myself. Um, <laughs> but that also gives you a false sense of, like, your own purpose. Like, you, there has to be that, like, light switch moment. Where you're like, fuck, I got to do this. Right. I agree, I agree with that. I do agree with that. But there are so many pieces and parts of college that if you don't 
know someone in there, if you don't know someone in that world, you will drown in just not knowing like how to do the procedures of it. If you've not had a parent or an older sibling model that for you, it's a very unknown area. And I am by no means saying that college is the end all be all way of going. But when I do have students who say, I want to be there. I want to do that, but they have no concept yeah. of what that looks like. It makes me so sad to be like, you know, you've got to have somebody, you know, helping you fill forms out, get things, you know, together. You know, I, I screwed up and like didn't fill out a, I don't know, like a teacher program, blah, blah, blah. Or I, I don't know what I didn't. It was some like hoop I had to jump through and I didn't know how to do it, but I knew people in the registrar's office. I knew people, you know, I'm from my hometown. I My next Yeah, neighbor, everybody's from their hometown. What, I mean, I'm in college in my hometown. Shut the hell up. <laughs> my next door neighbor is an English professor and the athletic director. You know, so yeah. like I could reach out. Not everybody, you know, I didn't, my, my mom's not calling for me, you yeah. know. <laughs> but I knew how to reach out and be like, oh, man, I screwed up. Help. He knew, did you know what to ask? Like, hey, right. what's up on this form? I don't know. But Do you the, have any regrets about it? Like. Regrets about what? Like when I look back at being the eighteen-year-old version of me, like I think I would have really enjoyed the military. And I hear a lot of older people say that, that like maybe that structure mm-hmm. would have put me on a different path, or it would have been my career path. I don't know, but as you know, I always thought I'd do great in the military or prison. Right, right. I'm That's... too old for the military, so I only got one other option. You, by hell, you are not leaving me with these fucking kids and going to prison. to prison. I will drop their asses off and be like, sir, they're staying with him. Abby and I did a devotional today, and the theme was love them anyway. <laughs> I will she love you really- anyway, and I will drop those kids off anyway. <laughs> but, you know, like, and I, I don't, I am very grateful for the career that I have. Right. <clears throat> and what it's afforded me in life, the experiences, the people, and all that. Mm-hmm. But what, just the what if of, I don't know. Oh, yeah. But then again, I look at my family and their history in the military. It hasn't worked out so well, so maybe I <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> because I would have, so I get out, graduate high school, May of 1999. Mm. Say I joined the military, what, what's the first big thing that happens? 9-11, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You're right. You know, one of my cousins, he dies in 9-11. Another mm-hmm. one dies through the aftermath of 9-11. Mm-hmm. Got another cousin who wrecks a Humvee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gets all fucked up. Like, what? Come on now. Yeah. Then my cousin Ron's like a first lieutenant or maybe a colonel. I don't know what he is in the Air Force. but he... It's crazy. But the ratio of good to bad is right. pretty low. Right, right, Um. Or if you were just let's just say you had to pick some say English wasn't working out, being a teacher wasn't working out. Where do you think? What yeah. other field do you see? Brittany Hamilton and I used to play this game all the time. We can't do anything else. This is it. So like, oh, I got, you know, I really don't know. Um, I think there is something in me that has to teach. Uh, my friend Kathy Turner will tell you that doesn't always look like what you think it has to look like. Um, so I don't know. Could be if, just podcasting, teaching. Okay. Could be. Um, I do think, I, I don't necessarily know, like, like 
I've had opportunities to teach like younger kids. I'm like, well, hell, they aren't as bad as I thought. Maybe like fifth grade. You've had ample opportunity to leave the classroom over the last 18 years. Yeah. I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here's more money. No, no, thank you. What's what's wrong with you? Um, We're broke. Not necessarily. I just don't feel like I'm finished with what I'm supposed to be doing. I've not done a good job yet. And, you know. I, I think there's a slew of kids that would disagree. It's not. I know. Because we can't go to Walmart. We can't go to Kroger without <laughs> these little bastards talking at me. That's just because I'm, like, I'm nice uh, to them. That has nothing to do with my ability to teach. What, like, whatever. <laughs> I, if I saw a teacher, I'd be like, <laughs> look. I, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of getting, I'm really on this tangent about, like, keeping people in an area. You know, we, we got to move people around to where they're comfortable and stuff. But, like, it has really helped that I've taught um the same same two areas for more than one year like I was on a roll there where I did not know what my schedule would look like and I'd I'd have like three or four preps um but the past few years I've had a chance to really kind of hone in on things and practice things now this year was you know a mulligan like nothing (laughs) nothing everybody gets a diploma this year well nothing really worked you know there are kids that will legitimately take me over again next year because of the fifth year stuff. And so there are kids that are going to yeah, come back. Yeah, one one that graduated yesterday that was a part of her announcement was she. I'm be, coming back. Psych. Right, right. I don't need a diploma. Um, so I I do have kids. So you know. So wait, wait, wait. Back up. Okay. They went ahead and graduated. Isn't that like, oh, you can't come back now? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe she said that erroneously. I'm not sure. But that was a. I don't know how that works. I've. N- I have read the NCAA and the KHSAA fifth year stuff. Can't understand a bit of it. Can't. I'm going to, like, someone needs to draw me a picture and a diagram. And that's just my brain. And kids have asked me. Okay, pretend I'm five. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Because it's like, but if you want to do this, then you got to take this. And and keep it. I'm just now getting to where I'm comfortable telling kids what graduation requirements are. You know, I taught eighth grade for 10 years. We didn't have graduation cards. We're like, uh, did you pass? Nope. Bye. Go. Also, I feel like these promotional ceremonies at basically every grade level are the dumbest things I've ever seen. <laughs> also the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And this, if this offends you, I'm sorry. This is not my life. I don't understand. So pl- I'm ignorant to this. This is him. Remember, we are two separate people. <laughs> I don't know what he's fixing to say. I go for my outside workout. I take Charlie. We've been, my favorite place is Easy Walker Park. And I like going on the weekends because there's a shitload of people there every weekend. Why do you like that? I don't, I like people watching. Just in my peripherals, I see. But it's this travel baseball. Last night it was softball. And I'm not talking like, 13 year olds i'm talking about seven year olds Mm -hmm. and the amount of shit i'm like what is wrong with you people right they have legit like wheelbarrows full of tents and awnings and grills and these Mm -hmm. kids don't like there are certain exceptions like duke armstrong Mm -hmm. that kid is uncommon Mm-hmm. He has a drive that I don't, but I'm I'm going to step out on a limb and say, that's not normal, right? That's not no, like uh, Will Stokes, mm-hmm. competitive in everything he does. Mm-hmm. Like 
that's not normal. Mm-hmm. Look at his fam. Look at his brother. He's not the same. Right. You know, and I think, Matt, if you're listening in the car and they're listening, you can agree. The one's not like the other. But there's a, this. I had a chance. So who's the, and I told Charlie, I said, I don't know. <laughs> I said, these people are living vicariously through their kids. Not, maybe, but not all of them. I don't think that's fair to make that sweeping statement for everybody. Right. But the, for, there's a good portion. Or, the other I'll go. Thing, I'll, I'll 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 be minimal. There's at least one in that group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That their okay. kid is picking their nose and playing in the sand. You could say that though. Twenty years ago, about us, you could say the same thing in like public sports. There's had a great all... conversation with Paul Stokes. Okay. About youth sports, and he said back in the day when he played baseball, or even at my age when we when I didn't play baseball because I was I wasn't cut for that life. <laughs> had no attention span. But anyway, <laughs> it was a more level playing field because everybody got the same 20 games. Yeah. Right? Every, But there are kids that are playing, you know, Little League that play on travel ball on the weekends or AAU at night. They had a fall league. They had a spring league. They are playing the summer league. Yeah. Who could have like 70 games? And, and <clears throat> I don't give a shit if it's fair. Like, I don't care about that. But it's just not the same. It's not – it's hard to be a casual. <laughs> right. Like, oh, I just want my kid to go play. The shared experience. I think there is there was value in this shared experience of rec league sports where you play um, with essentially that more equitable exposure to sport level-ish playing field where there were a few standouts. Whereas now you could load up a team with kids who all play yeah. travel ball. And listen, if uh, that's your thing, fine. Sure. But I've watched the documentary, and I recommend every parent watch it, called Trophy Kids. Mm-hmm. You, I, I give a shit if Harlan ever plays sports. We, um, I had a chance to speak to a coach um, last week sometime, and the mentality really needs to be, and, and I've always thought this, you know, especially coaching girls, 80-some, I think the sports psychologists quoted somewhere, like over 80% of the girls in that realm, they're 100% there for social reasons. That's it. Like, keep that in mind. That's, yeah. You know, when you're talking about... I'm here to hang out, bro. Right. I'm here to do something, to be with my friends, to build my identity. Some of them, a lesser percentage of them, are there because they legitimately want to hit some sort of next level um, goal. So when you, as parents, keep that in mind, ask your kid, what is your legitimate goal here? Then if your kid, you know, if your kid wants that, you know, have that conversation with them, they don't be like, okay, well, this is how we're going to approach this sport. You know, if you want to be better. And that's what I've tried to do with Charlie because Charlie will say she wants these things. Yeah. But then I'm like, so that means you have to do X, Y, and Z. So just make that a line for me. If you don't want that, that's cool. But if you want this, then this is what we have to do. Hey. You know, what? Everybody wants to die, but, or everybody <laughs> wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Right. You know. So I do, you know. But the, a part of it, too, is that as a parent, and I think you'll agree with this, you see huge potential in your kids. Sure. Like, you're like, I know they can do this. Yeah. But if it's not what they want, and you're pushing them like that's gonna have some catastrophic. Yeah, there's so many kids <laughs> that, be like, that wind up. I oh, mean, I will never play basketball again in my life, right? Because I, of I, my dad or my I mom it, or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, gosh, damn! But they were so good. Yeah, and I coached middle schoolers who you know d- 
didn't go out in high school and they were great then but it's just something you know it just either didn't appeal to them anymore or, or whatever you know um and I think you have to be okay with that as a parent as, as far as the travel stuff goes um I've been a longtime hater on that stuff just because I so much value the community in like a rec league and I feel like there is so much in today's society in general where we are siloing off into little specialties of this and specialties of that. And everybody wants some sort of special, you know, identities, star, star bellies, the star belly sneeches. Um, what? Star belly sneeches in Dr. Seuss. It's like a, it's one of his like analogies. Like some of the sneeches had stars on their bellies. Some did not. And it's like, it's kind of a, an analogy for like the racism and, and bias. So I always use that analogy when, when parents want their kids to feel special and they want some sort of identifying factor for that. Um, it's the star belly sneech thing in my head. That's what I compare it to. So, you know, there was like all stars back in the day and like some kids got selected to be on the all-star team, but it, they sure. came out of the same pool. Mm-hmm. Of, and they all had the same opportunity. Right. So, but then I do realize that, you know, I think as a parent, some people feel this pressure now that like, if you don't, if, if you don't do, you're going to miss out, you're going to miss out. So that, that yeah. fear of missing out, that fear of, of putting your kid at a disadvantage. Luckily, I don't care. Right. <laughs> I don't want to coach. Right. <laughs> I don't want to watch. You do. Yeah. You have stated you may coach in the future, but I mean, I, um, I do, let's be honest. <laughs> Number one. How long? Now I have coached, and it wasn't too bad. But I'm just not at this stage of my life that patient enough. You're 40, and I'm so disconnected with being competitive and actually knowing what is actually. Sure, I played football. I don't even know all the rules now. Like I watch it on the weekend. I'm like, I don't. Why do they call that? I don't understand like you know it's so different it just passes you by when you're not engulfed in it like it's easy just to forget yeah i agree with that and some people make fantastic coaches who never um they're good students of the sport and understand it yeah sometimes it's harder for the the for some people to coach even if they've played um it's always thought peyton manning would be a badass coach but he's probably way too intense you think so oh yeah Um, i'd hit just the level at which he competed i don't see how you would handle like maybe having a bad team yeah or not or expecting this is another thing i think people in that realm get caught up in is and i heard david goggins talking about this expecting other people holding other people to your standards yeah i've got so much to say on it you know and so they're, I mean, they could be working as hard as they can, but if it's not up to your standards, you know, it's kind of, it's not a whole blanket approach. I, I struggle with that. Um, See, just be like me. I have no standards. In a, in a similar conversation <laughs> with somebody talking about the, the is it a Cardinal? Like he was a former Cardinals player and he started coaching uh, kids. And he kind of came up with like his rules and, and stuff and how to deal with parents. Abby, Abby Wambach talks about that. Like she started I mean, she's a great soccer player. Like, oh, that's another thing. I couldn't deal with parents. It, yeah, that is. Because that is so foreign to me yeah. from the era in which I grew up playing sports. The, you never yelled at the coach. 
But I tell you what, them, them refs, them umps, they got to work. Right. They got to work. Right. But when it comes to coaching and criticizing the coach, my, I don't know that, that I was never ever modeled. Heard. That was never modeled never. in my home. Um, we didn't blame the coach. We didn't blame the teacher. No, I just got you know is yeah. you or the refs. You know yeah. Um, fouled out a. And that's another thing. I don't want a ref. No, I, you know. I the anxiety I feel try right to catch now, his hands from they used to. I used to play at Moorhead. So in the summer we would host camps, and one way I'd make money in the summer is working basketball camps. So so a team camp, I would run the clock, keep score. Every now a and then. safer. Every now and then, I would have to ref. I hated it. I hated it. I, Blow the whistle, Abby. I that's some bullshit. No, I have no attention span for that because you have like, <laughs> so, and I'm like over here watching like the post player when I should be watching the ball, you know, something like that. Yeah. Like, not watching what I'm supposed to be watching. Um, looking at kids' shoes, like that's a really interesting shoe choice, you know. Like, n- there's that. And, you know. I always say that about MMA. Because I literally did everything in that sport except fight and ref. Mm-hmm. And I always ask the ref, like, how do you just not get caught watching? Right. Like, right. like I, I'm watching because that's when you come from a fan's pr- perspective, you know, mm-hmm. that has never trained or anything like that. Like, that's your condition to watch. Like, you're just watching and, you know. Oh, I despised it. My I friend just, Gary Copeland would be right up in there. I'd be like, how are you just not watching? He's like, well, this is what I'm watching. I'm not. They're not I don't care same. what they're doing. Okay. Just make sure they're safe and, yeah. you know, whatever. They're following the rules. Yeah. So I, the, I got choked out. What about? I, oh, I got to stop I would get this. such anxiety from that. Like, please don't make me ref. Yeah. I will do any. I will mop the floors after for you. <laughs> just don't make You'll me You'll be ref. the broom girl. Yes. So I hated it, and, and once I had, they wanted me to ref like at a boys' camp, and I was like, "Please don't, please don't." Like, because in my head, I'm like, "Why do y'all even care? It's summer camp. Your kids are just playing a game, getting better. Like, I'm not really gonna let anybody get hurt or anything like that." But if I didn't, you know, if I didn't catch the whatever in the, the end, region, what's it even matter? Right, <laughs> right, right. And some people get so intense about that, and I don't. Hey, I never. There ain't no refs at City Park. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no refs on the streets, bro. None. <laughs> so stupid. So we prepared you for life. This is life. Uh, yeah. If they can, if they can survive summer camp with me, refing, <laughs> they can do anything. Yeah. It's just so I'm, and that's probably where I'm not like a great coach. Like I don't yell at refs or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> I just like focus. I can't. I can't yell at it. I can't focus on everything at once. And in a girls like younger basketball game. A lot of things happen at once. Like, a kid does something, I have to choose. Am I going to fuss at her for <laughs> the footwork, the walk, the jump start? Like, pick the shoes one. Shoes untied. Right. Like, pick one thing to, to concentrate on because they can make, like, 12 errors in 32 seconds. Yeah. So. And in the end, again, what's the matter? It, it, the, the, the part I love about it is the, you know, the kids that learn from it and the discipline they get, the camaraderie and the... You know, there's, I learned That's what they will remember more than That's all I, I scored remember. 14 points. And, and Gary can attest to this. I have no concept of my statistics whatsoever at all. I did not know that I scored 1,000 points in my high school career, and apparently I did. Nobody was counting that shit for me. <laughs> I wasn't. My parents weren't. And Are you telling me nobody had an Excel spreadsheet with each game and how many points you had? Okay. I'm pretty sure my mom 
brought like Eddie Bauer catalogs to the games and flipped through them <laughs> while I played. Um, that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> like, oh, it just wasn't that sort of mentality. Um, so I don't, I don't know. Like, but I remember, you know, even in college, I don't remember a ton of stats. I remember like big games when we, you know, set out to beat somebody or certain players yeah. you know, that we accomplished. But I remember, you know, everything off the court. Yeah. More. And then I think that. that's everybody. They take sports, the clubs they're in, whatever they, it's just about the people. And Jobs. Yeah. Like that's would be, as I think about people around me retiring and my eventual retirement, it will, I will never ever miss the work. Yeah. The work's the work. It's going to be there when I'm gone. It was there when I got there. Like sure. it's going to be there. But it's the it's the people that you get that you spend a huge chunk of your time with. Oh God! That in teaching, you will you want to humble yourself fast. A kid will come up and remember some incident with you, <laughs> and like this whole time, I'm like central idea, connecting to the text, reading, remember that story you told me like, about like, the butterfly. Yeah. The, Remember that time that somebody wouldn't be quiet and you just chucked an expo marker at the wall <laughs> and made him catch it? <laughs> like, uh, does not sound like me. <laughs> or this one, I'll never forget this one girl. Um, she was a wildcat man. And I was a young teacher. I loved bringing the Simpsons into the classroom. And this is like, this is pretty innovative back in 2003, you know. And I would we would watch episodes because there was tons, like I, I just thought the more pop culture you bring in, and more relatable it is. We we could see it first and then we'll read it second, you know. So we would I would do little clips all the time. And I have used many of Gary's Simpsons DVDs. Mm-hmm. And uh she is at Wendy's working and she was like, Miss Tom, she's like, I thought of you the other day. She said the Simpsons movie came out and I thought, Man, I bet Miss Thomas loves this. <laughs> And I was like, that's it. Out of everything I taught her, she the only thing she associates me was like the Simpsons. Yeah. That was it. That's all she remembered. So yeah, they don't remember crap about what you're teaching. Hell, I don't remember stuff that no, okay. toward high school I started remembering stuff, but it was the it's all Speaking the of the Simpsons. This mm-hmm. week, baby. Leaving on a jet plane. It's happening. Two of us going to Orlando. Maybe one of us only coming back. Don't know which one. God. Got money on the kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's this is so. I took her last night to walk with me, and I thought, you know, we would talk about the trip. Very little about the trip. Is it not mind numbing the shit she wants to talk about? We. <laughs> it's kind of cute though. She's like, watch my volleyball jump, and she was trying to jump and knock the leaves off. First time she did it with. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, this is the most non-athletic kid. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love her heart, though. Gotta love her heart. And so <laughs> she's talking to me about her workouts. And the, and some, you know, she's like really trying to connect to you when she says that because you and I talk about workouts. And yeah. Shit all the time. And she just she was looking for a reset. I'm just I'm just trying to get a reset for summer. What? <laughs> and in my head, when I think reset, I think the power button and the reset button on a nintendo that's what does she mean by reset i don't know but that's and and i just engaged her the whole time as i bitched about all the crazy like the 
the teams that brought the huge speakers that are playing songs as the kids walk to the plate. <laughs> Guess what, she, kids? Nobody's going to be there when you when you show up to work with song playing. Oh, I did see a funny TikTok, though, where the parents changed their kids' walkout song to something like Disney. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> also a little trolly, but... Yeah. So, but... Like summer's here. It's yeah. right. Yep. Right here. And it's 40 degrees outside, so I'm pissed. About I know. That. I had things I wanted to do this Friday. Weekend. I did my outside workout in the rain, which I had said, you know, part of this journey, <laughs> <laughs> when I read the, the 75 hard book, he says, you will search out things that are hard. You will want them to be harder the more you go. And I've been walking like, Three miles in a stitch, and I've got a crew going seen, with me. I haven't seen you back at Bots Park lately, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good call out. You called me on my shit there. I like it. Um, but so, and I got a crew going with me. At least one other person's been Friday. That's I went good. alone. Nobody that's would cute. go in the rain. So, but it, so to I'm, be fair, I do not blame them. So I'm hyping myself up. Like I, I want to do this. I really don't want to do it, but I like I. <laughs> I'm going to get some kind of enlightenment out of this. If I say it enough, I believe it. And here's what happened. Pouring the rain. My squad's there. We ain't going. All right, then. I head out. It's raining. I got a hoodie on. You know, I got my music in. I don't really notice it till about 15 minutes in. And I'm like, my hoodie's getting heavy. <laughs> and so there's multiple different ways, like, the way the base is configured, but I have a pretty set path on which I go because yeah. I know it's going to be three miles. You are one hundred percent very routine in your paths. Yeah, you don't like to branch out and wonder. Like we went, there's these two huge long rows. One, it's in the very back of the base, and there's one that cuts between like this row of factories. I call it the ghetto. <laughs> it's very ghettoish. I don't know what that means. Uh, and it's on train tracks, so it just has this. Vibe. Slummy vibe. It's not, wow. but it just has a slummy vibe to it. That's where I pee if I have to pee. Oh my god! <laughs> One day we went through the ghetto first, and it, I was like, "What? What? This ain't right." Just in my in my brain was like, "This ain't right." We should have went the other way. No wonder our kids are the way they are. So anyway, <laughs> what I found was it wasn't that I enjoyed it being hard, but I enjoyed the multiple times I was like, "If I turn right here, I go right back to the office." Call it a day. And you didn't. I didn't. That's awesome. My shoes are wet. Oh, God. That would have sent me over the edge. Ran out of gum. That doesn't bother me. In my head, I've told myself the story that I like. I chomp real hard when I'm working out, so does that's your, why I need gum. Does your jaws hurt? No, it, it's nothing. My jaws will hurt sometimes. Like, I chomp so hard. Like, But that's the excuse I give. Gotcha. I don't know where it came from. It's just like, I grind my teeth when I work. I don't, but whatever. So I got to, through that on Friday in the rain. Then yesterday, it was 50 degrees when we went out. My hands got cold. I was like, what? It was nasty. It was a set in that. You're like, oh, it's a little chilly. I'm like, again, set outside in this. Froze my tail off. Layered up. What are you going for? We're doing this early on uh, Sunday. It's a Memorial Day weekend. Kids are clearly awake. Yeah, they're up there having just the best time. Harlan woke me up by bringing me a muffin pan in bed. Really Were the sure. muffins in it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not really sure what that was about, but he's been 
like every week something new. There's something new quirk, new saying. Been into sharing a lot lately, and by sharing he means you give him what you have. <laughs> That's my favorite. Share. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> um but like he's just been this is the perfect time to get him out, get him exercise, and it's yes, nasty like out. I have to get his little body out. For a little guy who moves as much as he moves and runs and plays just in the house constantly, it's always he's always running. He's fat. <laughs> he's a fat kid for somebody who moves. And he, he looks 12. He didn't eat his breakfast this morning. He drank some milk, but, that, you know, yeah. he's just a thick old boy. <clears throat> Abby made me a chaffle this morning. I haven't made chaffles in a while. Also, also, I did a Walmart order yesterday. I thought we needed a waffle maker. Why? We like, did not need a waffle maker. And you bought like two huge bags of like barbecue pork rot. You are you are canceled from the Walmart order without me seeing it first. It was a lot. I do what I want. Okay. No, I do now I what need to I get want. Things like I've got stuff I need to need. What do you need? Well, the only reason let's talk about the fact the only reason you did a Walmart order. Why did you originally initiate the Walmart order, Gary? What did you need to get? Water and milk. And? That's it. That's, you got nothing else? Still softener. Uh-huh. And? I, no, I got still softener from Kroger. Listen, oh. y'all want to get, if, 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 if some intimate details. Close? You want to get close? You, y'all want to be my Girl. best friend? I got a picture of my butthole I'll send you. If yeah. Chances are, if you're listening to this, you've already seen it. <laughs> chances are you've seen it. It's not like, it's a very clinical medical butthole. What? <laughs> like it's not means. it's not Abby taking a picture of my butthole on the fly. It's it was taken by a doctor. And Abby will never <laughs> ever take a picture never of, say never. <laughs> of your butthole. So I had a internal hemorrhoid cut out then and they're like, You got another one, but a small may grow, may not, whatever. Well it grew. And so it like Last year, I had it checked. Like, uh, you know, if it's not really bothering you, I was like, it bothers me sometimes. <laughs> so they gave me some uh, steroid cream, and that didn't seem to help too much. Anyway, but now since I've been on this diet for twenty six days, and it changes your bowel movements in a negative way, like you're shitting bricks, literally. <laughs> It's been ripping my hemorrhoid open, and I bleed like somebody just cut me uh, out of the butthole. So gross. Ripping. So I'm in there checking my memes, watching my YouTube videos while blood's just dripping out of my ass. I know it's a lot, people. I know it's a lot. I know it's a lot. But we're friends. We're all friends here. And so should I go to the doctor? No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cure it on my own. I got some stool softener. I got some magnesium citrate. Abby this immediately is, said, that's not a good idea. This is like, not a good idea. Like, this this is, is a great idea. This is, a, <laughs> this is an amazing idea. This is a literal shit show of an idea. Like, <laughs> I don't, I, do I lay down plastic? <laughs> do I leave you outdoors with a, like a water hose? Do you feel like I'm, a, no. When do you plan on making this happen? And what's the time frame for, have you researched any of this? This is not a good idea. I'm going to drink it after I go, after my second workout today. It's going to be a party all night. I mean, you get pissed off about peeing in the middle of the night. You are literally going to be pooping your brains out. 
But it won't last forever. We freaking hope not. <laughs> like, you have to stay hydrated. Good, I swear to God, plans. if I have to take you to the fucking hospital this weekend, <laughs> on Memorial Day weekend, I'm going to be so pissed at you. <laughs> For this reason, I will be so pissed. This is not a smart idea. I'm not a smart man. <laughs> Just like, I've got some flaxseed. You want to take some of that? Like some Metamucil? Can we just, can we ease into this maybe? And not go straight hardcore like. Complete bodily flush. I don't know. We'll see. God. Just just be but pooping gives me anxiety now. I have poop anxiety. Do you really? Yeah. It hurts. <laughs> You're so weird. I think if you just had some more fiber foods, you it would not hurt. You can add fiber without adding okay, carbs. Okay, Abby Thomas, MD. I'll look into that. Eat some broccoli, bro. Have an avocado. You've not touched no, a No, the poor people in Chile are without water because of avocados. I will not well, you better call, I'm not taking you to the hospital. we got insurance. I'll call an ambulance. No. Oh. <laughs> I have to, oh, clean, I have to anyway. clean the house before they get here. <laughs> I, I die of a heart attack in my sleep. Abby's got to clean the house before she tells anybody. <laughs> That's a true story. That would be a true story right there. I'm not letting the corner in here. Until... I'm not. Charlie, you better clean up his living room. <laughs> Stop cleaning now. Meanwhile, your dad's in there stiff as a board, starting to stink. Mm. Or as we like to call that, Tuesday mornings. <laughs> That's a good call. <laughs> oh, Lord. Abby didn't know the difference between a hemorrhoid or a hernia. No, I know what they are. Do I, you really? Stop. I don't, I just, the word doesn't always connect in my head quickly. Like with what, it's which one. And so the hernia is like the piece of your body that like pokes out of your Like it's a, it like, yeah, goes through the muscle. What, what I always understand that? why they make you turn your head and cough, check for hernia. Like, what, what do you feel if there's a hernia there? I guess it, something pokes out. I don't know. I don't know. I mean. Is that why you do I've that? I've learned there's lots of other hernias just besides in the gonad area. Like, you can have a hiatal hernia. You can have hernias up here in your stomach. I thought I thought all of them were in your stomach. They're in your gonads? Yeah. Well, hell, I didn't know that. Like when you strain too hard? I don't know. That's interesting. I just know sports physicals are never fun. Interesting. Or you go on the day that everybody's getting a sports physical and you're like, this doctor's held everybody's nutsack in his hand. He wears gloves. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Where's a hand condom? I want you go to a gynecologist and then call me. Shut up. Hey. Surprise you pay for sin there, Eve. <laughs> oh, you're such an idiot. <laughs> oh, uh, oh. Everybody's gonna be out on the lake. No, they're not. It's cold. But they got to go. It's Memorial Day weekend. You don't have Pools to are open. No, they're not. Everybody's <laughs> going. Why did you? You just. I'm angry about it. Like I'm just. My my HVAC did finally go. It's like tradition. I always uh, lose my air conditioner in my classroom on a hot day at the end of the year, and we had a couple eighty degree days last week. Did not have. 
AC. And my favorite part of this is when the kids walk in and go, Gah, it's hot in here. Like, yeah, no shit, man. <laughs> like, I've been here all day. Like, I'm fully aware of the of the temperature. But it wasn't as bad because we didn't have 30-some kids in classroom. So, I mean, there was... Are the kids coming back in the fall? Yeah. Or is there a virtual option? Um, For kids that choose it, they, there's like a... You have a virtual academy. Yeah, there's an application process to it. Like you, you have to fit a letter of uh, criteria to be able to jump into that. It's not going to be just a I choose. It should be. No, it should not. That was the hard. I just, oh man, it's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. I'm so ready to like not log into thirty different things and feel like man, I got X, I got this little activity over here done, and then be like. I still have to go check on the virtual kids or I'll get the virtual kids done like I still got to do in-person stuff so my brain is just I have no energy like I want to to there are things that I wanted to do like I wanted to send every kid like a little note whether it's on a text message or a little note home or something I mentally want to do that I know the value of doing that legitimately do not have the energy or brain power to do that I mean I'm still grading stuff <laughs> People like some kid turned in thirty some assignments overnight, and I'm like, "What?" You know who doesn't have to grade anything? The gym teacher. Shut up. They do too. Well, we hope everybody has a great week. Pray for us. Pray for me. Don't pray for. Pray for me. I'm gonna be riding roller coasters in the hot Florida sun. It's just gonna be terrible, Abby. Sounds horrible. You're leaving in like two weeks anyway, so on Father's Day, nonetheless. (laughs) Let let me leave on Mother's Day and see what happens. Because you celebrate (laughs) Mother's Day so fervently. But you love me anyway. But I love you anyway. All right. Until next time, we bid you adieu. (laughs) It'll Uh, be a while. You'll be on your, your, unless we record before you go. That probably ain't happening. Okay. We can record tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> oh, also, oh, little plug here. Okay, if you want to make arrangements to see me perform live, oh gosh, June fourteenth at Fretboard Brewing in Blue Ash, Ohio, I'll be doing a live version of my Beers and Beards podcast. Abby will be there. I'm gonna heckle. Yeah, show us your butthole. Not really <laughs> nervous about a lot, but this makes me nervous. Just. Start with the butthole pick. I feel like that's a good opener for you. Once that happens, what else can we, where can we go from there? It's, uh, Just think about it. I'll, I'll run by David, see if it's past quality control. Okay. But yeah, fretboard brewing, it's a Monday night. My first ever live performance of anything. Like Mondays are not for live performances, but okay. All the better. All the better. All the better. Uh, I've not drank any bourbon in 26 days. Yeah. So, and I won't be drinking any bourbon that night. Also, it's against the rules to bring your own stuff in there. So, worked out. Hmm. Um, that's it. All right. Love you. I love you anyway. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys next week. Bye. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.